What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the We Got Now podcast, and welcome to another Testimony Thursday. In case you missed it, a couple weeks ago, we started this new series, Testimony Thursday, where where every two or three weeks, a new guest will hop on our podcast, uh, and we'll just ask him or her some questions about their life, and, and most importantly, about how they came to know Jesus Christ. And I'm excited to introduce our guest uh, for this particular Testimony Thursday, we got Caleb Wyatt. Caleb, oh, what's up, dude? Not much. You Just doing good? Really excited to get this started. Let's go. Thanks uh, for Chase for having me on. Yeah, so so Caleb is a former youth student at Hardin Baptist. He's a current college student at, at our, in our college ministry, Hardin College. As a college student, and even as your senior year, right, mm-hmm. of high school, he served as a small group leader yep. in our student ministry. Um, been at Harden your whole life, is this correct? Yeah, I think mom and dad brought me the second week after I was born. <laughs> so, so I was there that Sunday. Yeah. yeah, so I just wanted to get Testimony Thursday started with a, a former student, a current leader, someone who loves our church, loves mm. our student ministry. And uh, he, he's also, we also share the same blood. He's my cousin. <laughs> and, so, and so he couldn't say no if I right. asked him to do a podcast. He's kind of obligated or else it's going to be awkward at Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, uh, you gave me the cold shoulder. So, right. um, also a big Kentucky fan. Huge you, Kentucky fan. This is coming six days or so after our huge loss. I to would Georgia. rather not <laughs> talk about it, man. Oh, uh, my goodness. Is, is it? Is it... Are you done being a Kentucky fan or are you going to stick with them this year? Uh, I, this might be the last year, man. It, this, <laughs> what? <laughs> it, I, I don't know how much longer I can take Georgia absolutely okay, destroying yeah. us. It's been a while since we've topped Georgia. It's been right? a high, low, fast ride. Um, yeah. Almost ready to be done with Devin Leary, man. <laughs> I, I, think, I think we go to the bench. Leary listens to this podcast. I hope so. he does. Come on, man. Let's – oh, gosh. No, it's uh, it is hard to be a Kentucky fan. We we suffer through it. We suffer. Um, Caleb, just just to kind of introduce yourself to the listeners, I gave away a little bit. You you were born and raised at Harden, mm-hmm. right? You went through our student ministry. Now you're now a college student. But just tell us a little bit, uh, just basic stuff. Not quite your testimony yet, but just some basic stuff about you that that is interesting. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, actually, fun fact: uh, since I started youth ministry in sixth grade. Uh, that was actually Corey's last year, so Ooh. I so I have seen I have seen all three of the youth pastors <laughs> in my lifetime, from Corey to Nick, and which now, one's the best looking? No comment. <laughs> um, not Nick Calhoun. Though. Oh, man. I know that much. Not Nick Calhoun. Um, but no, like I've I've been super blessed. Just uh, all the guys that I've been under, um, obviously Ricky, Corey, uh, you and Nick, just see how y'all love on the youth i love the youth so much mm-hmm. um and i knew when nick asked me i was a senior nick asked me to lead and i just knew i was like no doubt in my mind mm-hmm. that i want to do that for mm-hmm. sure so the answer was yes mm-hmm. abundantly yes um and so for all the kids listening man i love y'all i love mm-hmm. coming every wednesday um but yeah just just felt that love for the for the younger age because i remember when I was in y'all's shoes, mm-hmm. listening and the leaders, how much impact, how much I looked to them, uh, guys just like Paul Miller, like just guys like that that yeah. I looked up to a lot. Yeah. Um, so I just I really do want to be that example for them. That's awesome for sure. That is awesome. Um, so I was super excited. I've stayed with 
with my guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out the sophomore guys. Mm-hmm. Stayed with y'all since eighth grade. I've loved watching them grow. Um, and I hope, you know, me and Mason are just good examples for y'all mm-hmm. uh, every Wednesday. Yeah, and that's awesome. Yeah, and I mean, so, so Caleb currently serves as a small group leader. Uh, he, he loves the Lord. He, he's leading people to the Lord. He's discipling uh, those sophomore guys and, and, and many more in his life. But you haven't always been a Christian, right? No, I'm no not. No one has. No one has. <laughs> yeah. So you were born and raised at Harden, but you weren't born a believer, right? Like everyone right. has to have a born again experience. Yep. Um, and so... And so let's let, let you tell us about your conversion experience. When did you become a Absolutely. Christian? Kind of what played into you becoming a believer in yeah. Jesus Christ? Um, yeah, so for those who don't know, uh, I actually went to New Covenant uh, from my first first grade to eighth grade. So for, for a long time, uh, I got poured into in that way. Um, just at the uh, Christian school, uh, man, I was so lucky. My parents... Um, gave me that opportunity gave me that uh gave me that uh gift mm-hmm. honestly mm-hmm. and um I was able to be discipled like through that just as far as um just learning memory versus like even from when I was a little kid yeah. um having a we had a good bible class I mean just yeah. simple things like that I grew up around the church in the church um but man that made me so prideful mm-hmm. um the knowledge uh, that I really felt that I, man, I know everything. Right. Uh, like I, I, I need more than this. Like I need deeper theology. I, uh, I struggled a lot with pride and, um, the feeling that I'm too good to, you know, be taught this or like, I'm above this. Like I need more advanced stuff. And so from a, from a young age, I relied very heavily my, what I thought was salvation on knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely, putting forward the act of mm. I'm good enough and I know enough. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And that was just huge pitfall for me when I was, uh, when I was y'all's age, uh, for the kids listening and, and younger. Um, but yeah, just, and then leading up to that, uh, after eighth grade, I went to Murray high mm-hmm. for my freshman year through, through my senior year. Shout out my Murray high people. Yeah. yeah. Murray high. Um, and, uh, just saw a dramatic change. Um, and definitely not for the good, um, just living my life so selfishly, um, every decision I made was in my best interest Mm. and I, I, I look, I look back on it and I think it's like even the quote unquote good decisions I made, the right choices I made Mm -hmm. was just so selfish and to, to just further my own gain. Um, and I, <laughs> Mason so for, Cadwell yeah, for those scene. who don't know, Mason Cadwell just pulled up. Mason Cadwell, middle that's, of podcast. You want to tell, okay. tell the people anything? Um, the Braves got throttled yeah. last night. <laughs> and Chase is a huge Braves fan. <laughs> Man, tell y'all are doing. I was like, Bryce Harper on top. Yeah, yeah, we'll get Mason on uh, Testimony Thursday here soon. He's okay. he's a co-leader with Caleb of the of the sophomore guys, and so he's also a big goober. Well, you gotta get to go. You gotta go to work, though. I'll, yeah, I'm gonna go grind. All right, peace, boy. All right, continue. Yeah. Um, so, just as high school, I just saw like just a change in the way I talked, the way I act, the things I thought about. Um, I wasn't I wasn't the guy who was partying, 
I wasn't the guy who was, you know, drinking, smoking, but I was definitely a sinner in the same boat mm-hmm. as just um, the way my speech was just so not uplifting, um, focused really solely on myself. Um, and even even as I think like back through that, I was like, how many people I drugged down making selfish decisions, mm-hmm. making, talking, acting, um, just not like a believer at all. Um, and I was the person who would change faces mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. when, I, when we would go to church, when we would go to Wednesdays. Um, Chase, we talked about it last night, mm-hmm. right? The playing possum, we talked about it last night. Mm-hmm. Um, if you didn't get a chance to listen yeah. to that, go back. Go Shouts. back and listen to it. Go back. Um, I promise it's worth it, but just living lukewarmly, mm-hmm. two-faced, um, acting alive, but I was really dead, mm-hmm. man, that was me, um, like to the T. I had, I probably had Nick fooled, I had my youth pastor fooled, I had uh, probably even my own family fooled, mm-hmm. just the way, the way I acted. Um, and it wasn't until my junior year um, Nick Calhoun was still the yeah. youth pastor, and I got the chance, juniors and seniors got the chance to go on a mission trip to Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yes, I want to go. Um, all my friends were going, <laughs> Gabe, Taylor, Will Clinton, uh, Ethan, just all those guys, uh, they went. So I was like, yes, I want to go. It'll be fun. Um, and, man, le- even leading up to, like, even the week we were in Nicaragua, it was the motive for being there was still selfish. Right. I mean, right, just yeah. in my flesh, I just couldn't help myself. Um, I wanted to make everybody think that I had it together, mm-hmm. that I was there because I loved the Lord. I was there because I knew everything that I'd, I could mm-hmm. teach better. Mm-hmm. Just so selfish. And so we get to just about halfway through the week. Um, we've been there two or three days, I think, at this point. And Randy Taylor approaches me, and he's just, "Hey, man, let let me hear your testimony." And if you haven't <laughs> if you haven't caught on right now, let let me just tell you, if you haven't caught on, I didn't have a testimony. No testimony. Um, so, and Randy Taylor's a guy I look up to. Like, he probably like knew crazy. you didn't have a testimony. Oh no, hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent. I wasn't fooling Randy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, he he asked me that, and That's I genuinely. Hilarious. Probably for three seconds, I looked at him and was like, I <laughs> I don't have one. And I remember saying that. And usually when people would ask me to tell their testimony, I would usually, and in the past, I would lie. Yeah. I would lie. Right. Um, make yeah. one up. But I was like, Randy, I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't have one. It's like, okay. And we really started, Randy really started just talking to me mm. through that. Mind you, he definitely knew. Yeah, uh, he, right, I right. wasn't fooling anybody. <laughs> um, just really talking through the gospel. And man, mm-hmm. I remember we talked through Romans one sixteen, uh, and then mm-hmm. Romans eight one, just talking about uh, condemnation for those who were not in Christ. Uh, mm-hmm. Romans eight one, and mm-hmm. just man, he's just started explaining that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Caleb, do you understand that you are condemned to hell right now? Mm-hmm. Um, and if, and if you're in my shoes or were in my shoes, are in my shoes, like I was, it's like 
my eternal life was not on my mind ever. It was always on basketball, <laughs> right? girls, yeah. uh, friends, family. Yeah. It's like I was not thinking about eternal condemnation right? to hell. Uh, I was not reading my Bible. I was not. I was living the most lukewarm life probably ever. Um, <laughs> and so when Randy just confronted me about all this, it's like the gears just, God really started just softening my heart like crazy um and it was actually the very next day uh we went to the village of tipitapa um if you can think of the boondocks this was the boondocks, <laughs> the boondocks so this was the this was the equivalent of the boondocks <laughs> and we were just there door-to-door ministry um and i made sure before we went out i was like randy I'm going to be in your group. I'm, I'm with Randy. I'm yeah. in his group. Yeah. Uh, it's me, Randy, Gabe, and um, a translator, actually. And so we went to this house across the road. Uh, we met with a young family, um, mom, dad, and a uh, daughter about probably your same age, Chase, 20, yeah, okay. 25, 20-ish. Um, and we just started talking to her. Um, Randy just started sharing the gospel with her because... Uh, we realized very quickly just through the little time that we had talked to her that one, she was not a Christian, but also two, that she thought she was, uh, because her parents were, because Mm. she, she was good enough. She, she read her Bible occasionally. Her parents were Christians. You know, she's basically saved. Mm. Um, and so she really had, she really had that mindset. And, and that was the mindset of a lot of people we met down there that I'm good enough. Um, I go to church enough. My parents are saved. It, well, that's just included. God right. includes salvation right. and all those things, right? Yeah. Um, and so Randy just started talking to her about how she'd been, she'd been falling away from the church. She'd been running away from God, running away from conviction. Uh, that, man, her life was not one of a believer, right? Um and so Randy starts talking through that, and the main point that he hits home is just stop running, mm-hmm. right? Just let Christ into your life. And actually, she was saved on that porch yeah. with me standing right there. Wow. Um, and so, and afterwards, just minutes after uh, we had prayed with her, man, I went up to Randy, and Randy just <laughs> told me, he's like, that was to you. <laughs> he said that. Yeah. And, and, and I had felt the spirit as like, Caleb, listen. He's not just talking to this lady. Yeah. It's like he could have been standing. Randy could have been three feet away from me, staring me <laughs> in the eye, saying all this, right. and it would have been the same. Yeah. He's like, that wasn't just to her. Right. Um, yeah. And I, t- and I told Randy, it's like, I want to be done running. Mm. I had run away from the truth. I knew the truth, but mm. I ran away from it. Yeah. Because uh, I wanted to be selfish. I wanted my own intentions and actions to be fulfilled in my life mm-hmm. instead of just saying god i surrender i give up mm-hmm. i'm done running and so i told randy i was like, i am done running and so there on that porch in nicaragua yeah. let's go uh i let jesus into my life and lots of tears <laughs> lots of hugs later right uh we come back um and Ch- and nick immediately asked me it's like do you want to be a lead like do you mm-hmm. want to lead yeah. These eighth grade guys. And I said, absolutely. Awesome. Um, yeah. And that yeah, was just incredible. really the story from that, start to finish. That, that's so incredible. Cause it's like, man, I, 
there's so many in the in this area we live, right? Cultural yes. Christianity, yes. Bible, yes. Bible Belt, USA. You know, I think so many people. And my my testimony is very very similar. You know, you, you grow up in church, you grow up around the Bible, around Christians. Maybe have Christian parents, and it's like, man, okay, you just kind of inherit all this. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is like you go back again to to John three. Jesus says to Nicodemus, who's a guy who knew his scriptures, right? Like, he's like, you got to be born again. Like, you have to personally trust in Jesus Christ for your salvation. You got to realize you're a sinner. You got to put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. You know, you you got to yeah. personally walk with God. And so, I, I love that you like you praise the beginnings of your life with new covenant and being in a christian home but you realized right like you don't inherit salvation you have to come into you have to walk in salvation through faith and i think that's so hard just youth wise mm-hmm. living in you'll you'll agree with me the bible belt is the hardest place to share the gospel it's pretty tough yeah. ever um because what like young kids including me even adults think i'm i am entitled to God's salvation. It comes with me going to church. It comes with my parents being saved. And it's like, what I had to realize was you are a sinner condemned to hell because you don't do anything on yourself that's good. Nothing Mm -hmm. you do inherently is good because I had a nature to sin. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I realized that, and it won't be until unbelievers realize that, Mm -hmm. that you're not good by yourself, right? right? Like, I was a terrible, terrible person before I came to Christ. Regardless of how many good choices I made mm-hmm. or how much good I did, how like mm-hmm. serving, mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't matter because that all stemmed from me wanting to exalt myself yeah. and me me wanting to be praised in my selfishness and so sinful yeah, yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so listeners just just hear the gospel, right? Like hear the hear the gospel crystal clear um, through this episode. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's that's me, that's Caleb, that's that's you. No one is good, no not one. And and the issue with our sin is that the wages of sin is death, eternal condemnation separation from the one we were made to be in relationship with like this is a big issue but the good news is the free gift of god is eternal life in christ jesus our lord jesus christ came to live the life we couldn't to die the death we deserve to raise from the dead so that you and i can have salvation can be restored to our our creator to have god as our father that's the gospel and by faith and by faith alone you can receive this free gift. You can receive this salvation. You can be born again and walk in newness of life. So, and so Caleb, I, I really appreciate you telling uh, you telling uh, us your testimony, giving all the glory to the Lord who has saved you, rescued you from your sin. Man, is there anything just you'd like to, to finish this podcast up with by encouraging someone, shouting someone out? Uh, just giving a, a little piece of wisdom to, to listeners here. Yeah, I just I just want to encourage the listeners, and I know the people who listen, they're not all youth. Mm-hmm. So I just want to encourage y'all. It's like, continue to share the gospel even when you think it doesn't help. Yeah. Everyone who shared the gospel with me, even while my heart was hardened, even while uh, I was ignorant, selfish mm-hmm. um, towards that, however many people I shut out of my life who tried to share the gospel persevere I I can't 
Like if Ra- if Randy didn't ask me that, if he had just given up, I probably wouldn't be talking to yeah. me and Chase wouldn't be talking to y'all right, right. now. Um, yeah. So just continue to persevere, share the gospel, yeah. even when it's hard, it's uncomfortable, or you think it doesn't help. Because yeah. I promise you, it will help someone. Man, what an encouragement! I think even like the parents, right? Sharing the gospel with your children. Uh, what an encouragement to pastors sharing the gospel uh, with those visitors, those unbelievers that are coming to church. It's so hard-hearted, yes, but man, just continue to to share the gospel and trust the Lord that He will soften their hearts in His due time. Man, we hope that this episode has been edifying to the Church of Jesus Christ and glorifying to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I appreciate Caleb and uh, give all glory to the Lord Jesus Christ for what he's done for us on the cross. Until next time. Peace.